2: I'm here to celebrate House of the Dragon, which is an ironic name because we learned in this episode that if you have a dragon indoors, it doesn't work.
3: Sounds like a biting commentary on the proliferation
2: of weapons of war. I I hate to keep going back to to the foot fetish.
3: Welcome to The Big Stream. I am Kyle Coster. I'm here with Stephen Douglas. It's a special interview format of the show as we break down House of the Dragon. The penultimate episode of season one took place on HBO. Allegedly, I was watching baseball. Stephen did not have those responsibilities, so he checked it out. He has thoughts. He has observations. He has big opinions. But before we get to any of that, would you mind
2: taking off your shoes? My God, my goodness, Kyle! Come on, let's keep this professional. This is this is not Westeros where that kind of thing happens.
3: Uh, speaking of uh, your normal co-host Liam here, do we know where he
2: is? Uh, I I think it has to do with he likes complaining about this show, unlike me who just enjoys watching and celebrating. The Game of Thrones Extended Universe. Uh, and the show has gotten pretty good over the last couple weeks. And I think when Liam saw that and there was nothing to complain about, he just kind of chickened out and took some time off. It's a little too convenient, if you ask me. Yeah, I'm uh I'm launching an inquiry
3: into it. Uh the results of my findings will be available shortly. So you said it. What a show. I know that there were some hiccups getting started but it does seem like it's rounded into form the critical conversation around it has seemed like it they're doing better and it's certainly more entertaining and at least a better follow up to game of thrones is that the opinion that you share
2: yeah um i mean in the beginning they were just there're just so many different things that they were trying to accomplish and i mean they've changed like the main cast like twice uh, but then the children who are now going to be like the main cast going forward, uh, they were changed. They were they were non-existent and then they existed as small children. And now they are, I guess they're uh, older teenagers at this point. Uh, the Targaryen children who are going to be taking over the throne. I don't know. theres It's just been quite a balancing act as they've been trying to uh, set it up properly and try and give everyone the history that they think they need and now they're now they're really into the story and the conflicts uh have all been good uh the acting has been good the characters or the the actors have all you're we're we're starting to like them i still there's still way too many people who have very similar names that is very confusing uh i cannot do this without a chart and even then I haven't heard enough of these names to even know them. And then there's all the dragons. I don't know, eight dragons. We've seen like three of them. Uh, I don't know any of their names. I mean, I don't even remember the names from the original ones. And we're supposed to remember all these different dragons now. But again, this is the kind of complaining that Liam would do. I'm here to celebrate House of the Dragon, which is an ironic name because we learned in this episode that if you have a dragon indoors, it doesn't work. So you can't really have a House of the Dragon it's you need like a you need a big backyard of the dragon
3: courtyard of the dragon does not roll up the tongue in the same way let me ask you a question about these dragons as someone who doesn't watch the show how different can their personalities really be
2: considering that
3: they are dragons
2: i mean i guess they're all supposed to be you know special and unique uh like snowflakes but uh they're they all look kind of different but Again, I mean, we saw a dragon last night that was super big. I think it was red or purplish. Uh, It was super badass. I know there's a really old dragon that uh, one of the young Targaryens has uh, taken control of. He looks kind of beat up, you know. I mean, they're they're kind of like cars or monster trucks, really. They're the nuclear options for all these people. So all this, like, palace intrigue and stuff, it, it really doesn't matter at the end of the day because it comes down to who has the most dragons so now i think we're just going to get to splitting up the dragons in season two and that's kind of when it'll get uh exciting
3: sounds like a biting commentary on the proliferation of weapons of war um in our post star wars universe not star wars the movie but the ronald reagan initiative uh against the soviets in the 80s Did the beginning of this episode begin to feel like the start of a documentary to you? And is that a good thing?
2: Uh, That's an excellent question, Kyle. Uh, Yes. It it opened with those shots where it's like panning through an empty hallway, you know, and it's like kind of dark and like the curtains are blowing in the wind and you're expecting like uh, Manti Teo to step in and say, well, you know, it was a lonely day on the internet. And uh someone said they had a dragon, uh which intrigued me, so you know, I accepted the friend request but yeah it it was a it was uh they were trying. they were setting up the uh the death of our king uh that we knew was coming because we kind of watched him die last week um after a very that was we didn't get to recap last week's episode it was probably the best human episode we've had yet everybody all the main characters got together in a room for dinner Patty uh, uh, our, our king was serious patty something Constantine I think uh the actor had a great showcase of him as like basically a, a walking zombie so they're they're setting up so back our, our, our king has died and they're trying to make it you know a very quiet morning uh it had a different different feel to it and from there, as soon as we learn this news, uh, all the chess pieces are in motion and they start to sequester different people and try and keep this under wraps as long as they can.
3: Speaking of, there's a question I've been meaning to ask you uh, based on this. Um, if I die, how long will you, Stephen Douglas, try to keep it a secret so you can become editor-in-chief of this site?
2: Uh, as long as it took, you know, I would, I would usher... Uh, Ryan and Liam into the, the big lead dungeons, and we would uh we'd sort things out. We'd uh, divide up our dragons and see what was what. But uh, I I hope it doesn't come to that. Uh, I hope I don't have to uh have your family uh whisked away in the middle of the night. But uh, we'll see. How is
3: keeping a secret different in the House of Dragons world as opposed to now with the internet and its social media platforms?
2: Well, you know, uh, I think for some reason, a small child was tasked with uh, delivering the news of this. So, you know, in modern times, that kid would jump on a TikTok and he'd be like, the king is dead. And, you know, there'd be parodies and all that kind of things. And everybody would know about it by the, before they even got a chance to be put into jail. But in our Game of Thrones times, our House of the Dragon, they... Got the small council together wrote a whole hour early, as uh, our, our Lannister pointed out, which was a big, big uh, inconvenience. Apparently, the queen was there and they gave the, they gave the news to the council that the king was dead. And you know, like the hand of the king, Otto Hightower, tells us that uh, with his last uh, breath, he changed the, six, the line of succession. Uh, Sounds questionable, but that's what the queen actually thinks happened. But, you know, it's kind of a, I saw someone refer to it as a a sitcom uh, problem where, you know, it's just a, a, you know, a funny little mix up. But uh, we find out the small council, many members have been planning this for a while now to do this anyway. And that's kind of where the hand and the queen go on their separate directions. Uh, One of them the The hand, Otto, he wants to uh, kill Princess Reera, who is supposed to be our our new queen. But the Queen, that's her friend, and they just made up in the last episode. she wants them to she wants her to be spared. So they go about trying to track down the prince who is going to become the king. They're competing against each other with the same goal, except they want uh, the pr- one wants the Princess dead, one wants the Princess alive. And it's uh a unique episode in that we do not see Princess Renera at all. Uh for the first time. She and uh Prince Damon, who is probably been the best character on the series thus far, uh, is absent again. And so they're just they're just back at Dragonstone in the dark, not knowing that uh dad is dead. So the wheels are in motion, they're looking for Prince. Hold on, let me look up his name. Oh, Aegon, yes. Aegon, who looks like uh, Gerard Way from My Chemical Romance. And it makes for an interesting version of the Black Parade, if you go back and watch this season. Prince Aegon apparently has some uh, unusual desires, if you will. We don't really find out what they are exactly, but we get to go down into uh, King's Landing, uh, into Flea Bottom, and we see uh, little kids fighting. Uh, we see the brothels. Uh, and then the White Worm, which is uh, Damon's former uh, lover and uh, illegitimate queen at one point. Uh, she, We find out that she's like the, the master of whispers, the White Worm which is uh, a very funny nickname. Well, I
3: like that the new council is on Tom Coughlin time. Uh, That's something that, you know, it transcends both sports and palace intrigue. I think that it's smart. You know, that's how you get ahead. Um, It seems like having unusual desires goes kind of hand in hand with accruing power in this universe. It doesn't seem like everybody, uh, it's not exactly a uh, Puritan society.
2: Yes, um, going back to your first question, which was inappropriate about my uh, taking my shoes off. Uh, that was actually a reference to what happens in the episode. We find out that the Queen has this uh, strange agreement with uh, Lord Laris Strong that uh, he he apparently has a foot fetish. I don't think that had been mentioned before. But all of a sudden, they're having this uh this secret meeting, and she sighs and takes off her shoes, and he pauses, and she takes off her socks, and it's, I mean, it, it can't be the most, it's somehow the most depraved part of the entire. Uh, I mean, I, well, actually, maybe that's not fair. We shouldn't be too judgy, right?
3: No, I mean to quote um you know another. Famous New York football coach. There's nothing wrong with a little foot action. Shout out Rex Ryan. Okay. So this new King, he seems like scientifically a bad dude. Is he long for this world or is he about to get his own cup Uh It's
2: unclear. I I, I think he, he's probably just in the way because his, uh, his younger brother is someone who wants this job. Whereas uh, Prince Agon now, king agon uh he he does not want this job he he says i'm i'm not meant for this uh you know he he likes to go down in the flea bottom and do his uh weird things and he doesn't like to sleep in the bed with his wife's sister you know i mean he's a weirdo like that so he his mother has to convince him that his father even wanted him to do this which he really didn't, which he knows that, but she believes he did. But finally, once he's crowned and he turns around and all the uh, subjects who have been forced into this giant room
1: Kroger fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.
2: Cheer for him. He kind of gets a taste for it. He's like, I guess I could get used to this. And he, uh, he holds up his sword and he looks super cool. Um, and he tells about the time his father took him in the city to see a black parade. And I don't, I, I really don't know. He, he'll probably die sometime in the, in the next season, you know, uh, but what was really surprising, or not really surprising, was uh. Hold on, I have to get another name right. We've got an aunt or a cousin, maybe. Rainus Targaryen. She is trying. She first. A lot happened. It sounds like it. Yes. See. See, they're moving stuff along now that we're deep into the season. You know, it's and it's all the same people and the same thing, and we're we've got the pieces moving. So, Rhaenys Targaryen, she, first, when the king dies, she's locked in her room, and they need to find out which side she's on, and eventually, alright, so eventually she gets staved from her room, she's trying to get whisked out of the city, and that's when they're pushing everybody into the, uh, into the big room to uh, coronate the, qu- the king or whatever, and she's able to sneak down into the dragon pit, and that's where she gets her big, badass dragon and she comes up through the goddamn floor like a boss, and she's in armor riding her dragon, and she stares every one of these people down in the face with her dragon, and it just roars. It's like, why don't you roast these people? They had you locked in a room. If you choose the wrong side, they want you dead. Maybe because fire can't kill the dragon. I don't know. But you would think, like, This is a great time to take out a lot of the people that uh, are going to cause her harm in the next season, but she does not. She just goes for the intimidation uh, tactic and she rides off.
3: Playing the long game. I like it. I love when someone with the power to vanquish their foe uh, doesn't do it. It's a great device. It means that the movie or the TV show can keep going on. Speaking of depraved individuals, this Lord Laris, uh, What's the situation there? What type of watch list is he finding himself on?
2: Well, he's, he's there just looking at feet, and he is in a great position to uh, continue to uh, work with the the new king and his uh, queen consort mother. I don't know what she'll be called now, but he's, he's certainly entrenched as one of the, uh, the Lord Baelish type's um going into the next season uh he's i mean the foot fetish maybe it's because he has a club foot it's a little too on the nose really i i hate to keep going back to the to the foot fetish but it it was one of the uh parts of the episode that uh really stood out in a in a good episode where they do something so weird that you're like "Mm, okay so this is this is this guy now this this is his defining characteristic. It doesn't matter what he does for the rest of the series. He's the foot guy.
3: A big day for people with clubbed feet as Harrison Butker kicked a 62 yarder in the big game yesterday, one yard shy of Tom Dempsey, who had half a foot when he did that when he did that for the Saints back to win a game against the Lions. Uh, Apex Mountain for people with clubbed feet potentially on a Sunday. Um, you know this is. Not a podcast about me, but I've compared myself to Dennis Rodman on the basketball court. So do you think that the White Worm nickname is up for grabs? Because it's pretty alluring.
2: It's unclear. You know, uh, I, I think Liam and I are both of the uh, opinion that if you don't literally see someone die on this show, you should not assume they are dead. So I'm not sure that the White Worm is really gone yet. So I would Hold on to that. Maybe next season she'll be poisoned or something. I'm sure she'll pop up again. She's obviously very resourceful, has a uh, intricate network of hiding places and stuff like that. Yeah, I I think you can get the White Worm nickname eventually, but uh, you might have to wait a calendar year.
3: Tremors is one of my favorite movies, but one has to wonder if it would have been better had it been called White Worms. That's a really sick name for a film. Okay, so let's get a serious question in here. Is Reneeus Targaryen suddenly the most important character?
2: Uh, going forward, I don't see why she wouldn't be, if not the most, one of the most. Um, this is a show that well, the whole Game of Thrones universe is kind of about uh women trying to uh take power that they kind of uh think they deserve or do deserve. And this was she could have been queen, and but she got uh, passed over. Now she's kind of been pushed in a corner where she has to uh, align herself with uh, Renera and Damon, and their dragons together are probably going. They're two big dragon chess pieces. So I mean, she she certainly looked badass and uh, super imposing for the first time when she was in her armor and on her dragon. So uh, I'm, I'm excited to see where she goes from here.
3: You want to make some predictions about where this is going? I mean, obviously we have a season finale next week. I might watch it, just jump in and see if I can understand what's happening. I think a good season finale uh, is accessible to everybody. This show seems to not follow a very strict... Timeline with the jumps, it's almost like Nathan Fielder is an executive producer trying to get all these kids' childhoods condensed into a single season of television. What are you expecting from the finale?
2: They're going to have to start the war. Um, I think that Renara and Damon are, they're obviously going to hear about King Viserys. Uh, it's on the, the social media, whatever their social media is, a so small child in a uh, bottle or something and the war's gonna start there's gonna need to be a body count uh i think we i mean except for like the the peasants who are uh cheering for the new king i don't think anybody important died in this episode uh we just had uh sir kristin cole smashing someone's head on the small council which i would think would be problematic usually but you're in the middle of a coup. So, uh, you know, somebody has to die. Um, I mean, looking through, I, I think pretty much everyone except for Renera and King Aemon, uh, probably the Targaryen kids are all safe. Maybe one of Renera's kids is in danger. Um, one of the Targaryen cousins. I don't know. We might have to, we might have to kill a dragon. Because we're kind of low on headcount this uh, season, I think. If it's somebody important, that's great. That's Game of Thrones, where they're not afraid to kill a main character. Because there's there's just so many characters that it doesn't really matter if you uh, kill one of the main characters. There's plenty more to go on. The only person that's probably gonna that's definitely safe is Renara, in my opinion. Uh, Damon, played by Matthew Smith. You know, I could go either way. I don't know if he's signed on for next season, but you know, he might have some other uh, prestige drama that's going to keep him away. So maybe he would be a uh, easy uh, person to kill contractually.
3: If you think you know who is going to die next week feel free to explore our same game parlay courtesy of WinBets. you can build your own parlay it's a little bit more fun when you have something riding on the action okay i'm going to go off script here and come up with a question that i thought of on the fly based on what you just said game of thrones is such an interesting case because we all know that they fumbled the bag in Mm -hmm. the final season and that the ending episode was really bad to the point where I kind of laughed and I was disappointed and kind of mad about the whole thing, but also they subverted expectations by something that you mentioned previously, like killing off important people and doing it at times when you wouldn't expect it. It seems like the biggest moments of that series didn't exactly take place in the finales. So how do you think that they have approached it in terms of like trying to Remain true to the ethos of the show, but not do the exact same thing time frame wise, because that's, I think, an interesting element. Like, when do you get the Red Wedding episode or is it even possible?
2: Yeah, I don't know. I mean, we haven't really gotten had any super main characters that have died. Um uh Viserys, the king, just died uh like I mean, last night well, a week ago, but last night in this, uh, in the show's universe. Um, and that was a, that was a slow death that dragged out over, like, I mean, it felt, it was like 20 years or something. Um, they are going to have to do something like that. I would think, um, but yeah, that is when game of Thrones is at its best. Like, uh, Joffrey dying out of nowhere, um, Oberon dying, uh at the hands of the mountain uh shocking and one of the most surprising things and obviously i ned stark's death was very surprising i think at the time because he was the he was like the main character and i don't think if you hadn't read the books i don't think you were prepared for that and ned's death was kind of uh I don't know if it like gave permission to for everybody or invented uh, killing a main character, but it it seemed pretty big. So I I just don't know who they can kill that's a main character. Um, You know, good on them. Let's do it. Let's let's get this moving. We apparently have three seasons, 30 episodes left after this. So, you know, let's sort this shit out and uh, get Danny born.
3: Well, we all know if Liam was here, he would give this one one out of five awkward TBS in-game promotions for episode nine. But what's your ranking?
2: Yes. Isn't it great that Bob Costas is now uh, part of Game of Thrones canon? He He is now part of the show as one of the few people that has actually seen a dragon live and in person. This has continued. This is like the third episode in a row that has been strong to uh really good uh the show's hit stride so i would give this uh four awkward tbs in-game promos out of five uh i'm i'm very happy with the cast that they've settled on the targaryen kids are super creepy each in their own way and weird which seems uh par for the course for a true targaryen I'm, I'm ready to go. Let's let's start killing people and then uh, get on with the casting news for season two that's going to be insufferable.
3: Stephen, thank you for all your insight on this episode. I hope that I was not as ambivalent toward this exercise as Al Michaels is when he calls Thursday Night Football. I hope I didn't sound too aggrieved by having to do my job and fulfill contractual obligations. Hopefully next week you get someone in here who is engrossed in this show like you. I know that you have several... T-shirts. I actually see some banners hanging up in your den. You're a big super fan. I think maybe next time, you know, this isn't video, so you don't need to wear the foam finger.
2: Well, I'm going to wear it anyway. Uh, It's more fun to click the mouse like that.